0: Hello, hello, my friends. It is Karen, and we are back on day 26. 26 out of 33. I have no idea what percentage that is, but we're close. Yes, we are very, very close. So day 26, Mary's retreat. Day three, we're going to keep talking about Mary's journey um, of faith and revelation in her life. And so let us jump right in. Um. En el nombre del Padre, del Hijo, Santo. Amen. Dios te salve, María, y en eres de gracia. El Señor es contigo. Bendita eres entre todas las mujeres, y bendito el fruto de tu vientre, Jesús. Santa María, madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros los pecadores ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. El nombre del Padre, el Hijo, y Espíritu Santo. Amén. Okay. So. Um, all right. So Mary's retreat, day three, we were talking about how Mary's um, life has been a journey for her of knowing what her role is um, with Jesus, with us, with all of it, right? So there you go. And today we are going to talk about the crowning moment. It's in quotation marks in the book. I'm assuming that that means it was John Paul II that said this, but it says the crowning moment of her preparation for this is at Calvary. As Jesus hung on the cross, Mary suffered with Christ. She emptied herself perfectly, right, just as Jesus did on the cross. So at that moment, um, as a mother to Jesus, her heart was broken. She gave everything to her son, right? She gave everything as also, right? To God saying, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I trust you, right? So in this moment, right, um... Jesus speaks to Mary and speaks to John, and he says to her, and this is in John 19, he says, um, standing at the foot of the cross next to his beloved disciple, John says, um, Jesus says, woman, behold your son, and then to John, behold your mother, right? So this is pretty much accepted, um, that when this happened, Jesus was giving Mary as mother to all of us like he was giving Mary as mother to the whole world because um, a lot of people talk about this is also a revelation that Mary never had any more children because if it was um, if if she did have other children and Jesus was dying on the cross, she would not have to say, behold, this is your mother, right? Um, Because it would be assumed that if she had another son, of course, he would have taken on the role of being the one that would take her in, right? But because he had to say this, this is like, we know that he actually didn't have biological brothers and sisters. He had cousins and all that stuff. So that is um, one thing. The second thing is, is um, he could have just said to John, like, hey, take care of my mom, right? But he didn't. He said to both of them, behold your mother and behold your son. And Jesus did everything intentionally. He would not say it for no reason, right? (laughs) So um, this is, we know this is Jesus giving us, giving all of us, giving John and giving all of us his mother um, who loves perfectly like he does. So there you go. Um, St. John Paul II says that um, this new motherhood of Mary, right? This She's the mother to the whole world. <laughs> That's a little bit of a change from one child to a billion, right? Um, motherhood, The new motherhood of Mary is the fruit of the new love, which came to definitive maturity in her at the foot of the cross. Okay, so basically... This right here, when he's giving Mary us and us Mary, this is when all of this came to a head, all of this preparation for her to be mother to the whole world, right? To be intercessor, mediator, all of this came to a head at this moment. And at this moment, when he reveals this specific thing, this causes a transformation in Mary's motherhood. She's not the same person anymore. She's not Mary, mother of God. She's Mary, mother of God and the whole world, right? And because of this, this changes her. And she burns with an even deeper love for us because of this. She, it says, for all of those Jesus suffered and died for, which is us and the whole world, right? So at this moment, this is why this is the crowning moment, because at this moment when Jesus says this to her and says this to John, she knows this changes forever who she is in her role. And at that moment, she, just like Mother Teresa said with the eye thirst, saw through the eyes of Christ our need for his salvation. How much he loved us and this makes her burn with a love even more for us right than ever before so um which is like awesome right yes love that so um to go on a little bit um saint john paul ii talks about her maternal cooperation um with the savior's whole mission through her actions and sufferings so um with her actions and suffering so basically right this maternal cooperation was the transformation um to mediate for us right so this this whole thing was about her becoming something her vocation right because we've talked about that so many times before your vocation is not about what you do. It's about who you are. This is the moment her vocation as mother of the world is revealed to her and revealed to us, right? So her cooperation in that, her first fiat at the Annunciation, now this continued fiat through her entire life is now, he's saying, you will be mother to the whole world, right? And she accepts this right? She accepts this as mediator, as mediatrix, as dispenser of all graces because she loves us and she wants nothing more than to bring, quote, supernatural life to our souls through Jesus. So our salvation, right? She wants us to go to heaven and to live forever, right? Um, and because of this, She's like, yes, right? Continues to say yes. As she's at the foot of the cross, her son dying in front of her, she accepts this role and says, yes, I love the world and I will bring them to you. I will bring them here to the cross, right? So all this preparation leads up to this crowning moment. And as Jesus says, it is finished, right? Her preparation now is complete. She knows her role. She knows her vocation. She knows who she is for us. She knows who she is for Jesus. And so what happens next, right? Well, Jesus dies. Jesus rises again, right? And um, when this happens. The day um, before Pentecost in um, Acts, it talks about um, the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brethren, were devoting themselves to prayer in the upper room. And St. John Paul II says, um, Mary is here, right? Asking for the gifts of the spirit, her spouse, right? Um, so she knew, right? And, but her, she is there, right? So she was there um, at the birth of Jesus, she was also there at the birth of the church because Pentecost is the birth of the church. When the Holy Spirit came down upon them, right, and they knew their vocation was to go and tell the whole world about who Jesus Christ was. And she could do this because she knew who she was and what her role was. She would be there, she would intercede, she would ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, who she, what was her spouse, right? (laughs) Who she was intimately connected to. um, And she was there. So we know this because in the church, she's ever present to us. Walk in the church and there are sacramentals, statues of Mary within our church. She is present in our sacraments, in baptism, in Eucharist, in all of it. She is present there, right? She's not the one doing it. She's not the one that creates the grace or gives the grace, right? But she is present. She is there. She is praying. She is asking, she is interceding for us at all of those times. And all she is doing is striving to lead the faithful to Jesus. That's what she does. Right? So um, this is the fulfillment of her vocation, which is just beautiful for her and astoundingly gracious to us that we have a mother who can love us like that, right? And um, Father Gately says, Mary's motherhood is not vague or abstract. It is concrete and personal. It is universal. It's for everyone. But it is also intensely particular, right? She is your mother. She is my mother. So, um, if you have siblings, you know, right, that you have a unique relationship with your mom. Um, She has different relationships with each of the children, but you have a specific relationship with her. And um, you know that. Your mom loves you in a very specific and particular way. Um, As a mom, I definitely know that, (laughs) that um, I love all of my kids so intensely, and I want nothing more than for them to be in heaven, and I would do anything to do that. I also understand that for each of them, that's going to look different and be different, and I will love them in exactly that way, however they need it to be done, and that's how Mary loves us right? Um, Moms know their kids. And I know with my mom, I have three brothers. And so my uh, role with my mom and my relationship with my mom is unique in a lot of ways. Um, But I know that my mom loves all of us. And I know that she loves each of my brothers in a particular way and me in a particular way. And I'm so grateful. So, so grateful for that. So, um, right um this is how it is with mary yes it's universal mary loves everybody she's queen of heaven and earth of every person not just that exists now but of every person that has ever existed and will ever exist she is the mother of but she knows us intimately with her spouse the holy spirit prays for us constantly and wants nothing more than for us to know the grace of our salvation and that is jesus christ right so Man, that's awesome. <laughs> that is just awesome. There's just not another word for it. So there you go. That is Mary's journey and Mary's continued fiat through her whole life to keep saying yes to being our mother, um, to interceding for us and being mediator. So your question for the day Um Has something happened in your life that has changed who you are? Has changed the way that you love? Has changed your role? Um, If you do have siblings, if you're, if you have younger siblings, do you remember when your younger sibling was born, right? So you went from son or daughter to older brother and sister or sister, I should say, right? Um, It literally changed who you were, right? Um, And changed your role in the family. And how how has that changed you? I mean, do we really understand our role as children of God, our role as brothers and sisters of Christ, um, as um, children of Mary? Do we know even what that means? So can we allow that to change who we are? our very being, our very vocation. So there you go. All right. Day 26. We did it. Yes. I'm so proud of you. And, uh, we are going to pray. Yes. And, uh, and then I'll talk to you tomorrow in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Totally yours. Immaculate conception. Mary, my mother live in me, act in me, speak in me and through me. Think your thoughts in my mind, Love through my heart. Give me your dispositions and feelings. Teach, lead me, and guide me to Jesus. Correct, enlighten, and expand my thoughts and behavior. Possess my soul. Take over my entire personality and life. Replace it with yourself. Incline me to constant adoration. Pray in me and through me, and let me live in you, and keep me in this union always. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So don't forget, I love you. Jesus loves you. Mary loves you. Yes. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.